Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to the Velvet Machete Leadership Podcast. Become a confident, compassionate leader while sharpening your brand from the inside out. It's time to gear up to learn from expert guests and your host, Amber Hurdle. Welcome back to the Velvet Machete Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle, and I know many of you are going to be super excited about our guest today. I know I am. I feel like I know a little bit about this area, but um, I... I just super excited to dig into even more learning. Um, as I've been cyber stalking to that, today's guest, I was like, oh, <laughs> she's even smarter than I, I thought she was when I when I spoke to her uh, pre-interview a couple weeks ago. So, um, but before we get started, um, I want to, of course, thank you for being here today. Y'all have been a super, especially loyal. Um, my, my son has recently graduated high school, if any of y'all have followed that on social media or in my newsletter. And so life has been a little bit crazy, all the more reason why today's guest is going to be epic. Um, so just as always, we really always cherish your your reviews, your ratings. That helps more people come find us so they can lead themselves first and then lead others. Um, and then today, I just want to let you know, you know, we have the five pillars of Velvet Machete leadership. And, and it's the second one is building supportive environments. So that's where we're camping out today. Um, and so my guest today, uh, Tiffany T Tuzak, um, has been teaching families how to eat real food and live healthier lives on a budget, on a budget. Yes, you can eat healthy and live <laughs> on a budget. Since 2012, um, she's a creator of Don't Waste the Crumbs, where she shares free monthly meal plans. I'm going to say that again, free monthly meal plans. Go find her. Um, easy do-it-yourself tutorials. One thing I love about her is she is very step-by-step. -step. You don't go like, oh, I should have done that before that. She doesn't leave that part out. Very step-by-step, -step, very methodical. Natural living articles, you know, I'm all about that. Kitchen hacks, frugal recipes, saving money, and really, truly so much more. She's a wife and she's a mom. And this all went down because they were trying to get out of a lot of debt and, and they wanted to eat healthier. And we'll teach you how to do the same today. So Tiffany, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So typically I like to go right into like the tactical how to like, how are we going to make this happen? Um, yeah. But I think your story, your backstory of how you arrived here is so compelling. And I think that there's a lot of people who could probably commiserate with how yeah. you <laughs> got to this place today. So can you just get put us in the way back machine and walk sure. us through how you began Don't Waste the Crumbs? Sure. So my husband and I, when we first got married, had over $100,000 in debt. Uh, which is a lot of money. <laughs> and uh, we unexpectedly found out we were expecting baby number one. He was a surprise. And about halfway through the pregnancy, we were like, do I stay home? Do I work? Because I was in the corporate environment and we chose for me to stay home. But then there was the reality of, okay, well, this is money in and this is <laughs> out. 
And so we're like, how do we rectify this to make this work plus paying off the debt? And after crunching some numbers, we realized the only wiggle room was in the grocery budget. And so we capped our spending and started working really, really hard on just not going over that number. Fast forward a few years and baby number two arrives. And my husband says to me one day in the kitchen, hey, babe, do you think we can eat real food? And I'm talking about like, this is real in my head. I can touch this, right? It's not, I'm not imagining this kitchen. And, uh, and he's like, you know, like carrots that grow in the ground. And we kept talking. And what I realized was he grew up on a small farm and some acres in the Northeast. I grew up on chicken noodle soup from a can and gold and spaghetti from a box, right? And so he was wanting to do something good for our family to move to the healthier route. And meanwhile, I'm like, yeah, but that stuff is expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, look do you know how much this craft macaroni and cheese is? It's pretty economical. Right. <laughs> right. And I'm like, so if you want me to work within this, you know, budget here and yet you want to eat this good stuff, like, I don't even know how to make that work. Um, and so it took a lot, a lot, a lot of trial and error, a whole lot of screwing up. Um, but eventually we made it work. Tiny, tiny little baby steps, one little switch at a time. Um, we definitely did not go all in. Um, but we made it work. And in the process, we paid off our debts, which allowed us to build an emergency fund. We ended up paying cash for a house. We still are debt free and we're eating better than ever. And we're still sticking to um, about the same budget. Our kids are now older. You know, like the whole thing of toddlers eat like teenagers. No, they don't. They- mm. There's no, there's not a wild mammal in the African Sahara that eats more than a teenager. I'm sorry. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so I've got one tween, one teen, and the grocery budget naturally is going to go up a little bit, but we still make it work for much less than what the government says we should be spending. And that's okay with us. Yeah. So as, as I mentioned right before we started recording, I listened to another podcast episode and there were two ingredients. You said you started small. You had to do a lot of research. It didn't happen overnight, but just from the health perspective, I, I don't know how much mm. this impacts the budget perspective, but you said there were, you, you got overwhelmed. There was two ingredients that you figured out. If I cut this out, it has like exponential benefits. So oh, what yeah. are those two ingredients to talk us through that? Yeah. Hydrogenated oils and high fructose corn syrup. So hydrogenated oils, also known as trans fat are bad, 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 bad. They're just, they're just awful for you. And if you read ingredient labels, you'll see that it's on or in the majority of the processed food that we eat. So by eliminating um, hydrogenated oils, by default, we kind of stopped eating out of cans. We stopped eating out of boxes and frozen meals and the things that say, just add water or (laughs) this and stir and poof, dinner is done. And then high fructose corn syrup is a sweetener um, highly, highly refined. It's just, it's pretty much a chemical. It's made in a lab. It's not grown in the ground mm. and it's incredibly oddly enough addictive. Like not, there's probably not science to back that up, but if you eat high fructose corn syrup, your brain's like, yeah, that was good. Give me some more. It's and like a hit. It is. Yeah. And we cut those two things out and it was, it was like a domino effect. It was the two big dominoes that made everything else easier. Cause you know, I've heard that you can eliminate, you know, preservatives and additives and food dyes, but if you, that's kind of like chasing around cats, 
or, you know, the term herding cats, you're tracing around all these little things that may make a difference, but not really. You're just to put the cats inside the house and just mm-hmm. store. And that's what we did with high fructose corn syrup and hydrogenated oils. You're pretty much just not, and you eliminate so much of the junk with just those two ingredients. Yeah. It's so interesting because my brain just went to um, years ago, I did like a time strategy type challenge on Facebook. And one of the things that I offered was when you get overwhelmed in your inbox, there's just two things to search for and you can mass delete. You just search your inbox, not everything. The word Facebook, because typically (laughs) it's at the very bottom or the word unsubscribe, because you know, it's coming from like a market like me, like you, like we send them out, like, no, not hating, but that's how you could quickly separate. You know, if, if you find those two words, then you, you eliminate everything that's not an urgent or important or like a business Mm -hmm. matter. It's something that you can let go. So I kind of love that concept of like, what's the shortcut? What's the hack here to really having an impact. Now you said a word and I feel like you and I kind of have similar backgrounds, a parent who's a chef. We kind of knew about food. We decided that budget and fast were important. You know, that's me from being, you know, single, single mom um, before and, and you have your story. But what I realize is people don't even understand what processed food is because yeah. you can get like all the packaging's like it's organic, it's, you know, whatever certified and it's, you know, made with all natural ingredients, but it's still mm-hmm. packaged food. So can you talk us through that and how to identify that? Sure. So I have what I like to call my definition of real food, and it is basically anything that grows in the ground, anything that eats food from the ground. So animals. And anything that you can reproduce in your home, if you had enough time, energy, and money. So if you have that mentality, when you go to the grocery store, you've pretty much eliminated 80% of the food in because graham crackers, right? Graham crackers don't grow on the ground. (laughs) They don't eat plants that grow in the ground. Now, can you make them? Sure. If you had enough time, energy, and money, but they're still in a box. They're still packaged. They're made in like a factory. And they're not really considered real food. And I would bet you, I'm 95% sure that most graham crackers have high fructose corn syrup in them. And so Mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to make that at home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a chemical for a factory. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. So now that we know that we want to eat things that grow in the ground or that you can, um, that an animal has eaten in the ground or the water or whatever. um, Yeah. How do you do that? on a budget? Because like a lot of people think, oh, I have to go to Whole Foods and now I'm tripling my budget. How do you do what you do without breaking the bank? Yeah. So what's so funny is, you know, you can go to Google or Pinterest and search how to save money on real food. And hopefully my stuff has shown up, but you'll find a lot of articles and our brains immediately go to what's hard, like where do I shop or cooking from scratch? That's just a couple to name, to name a few. What actually is the most effective is evaluating what you're eating and Mm -hmm. putting your efforts on the things that you eat most. So in my course, Grocery Budget Bootcamp, we have something that we call the top 10. And I have my students write down the 10 things they either eat the most or they buy the most. And for a good chunk of the course, that's all we're focusing on. So let's take chicken, for example. If you eat a lot of chicken, then yeah, we're going to want to find good deals on chicken because if you can save a couple dollars per pound times the amount of pounds you eat of chicken per week times 
weeks in a month, times weeks in a year, you're going to see significant savings rather than trying to hunt to save 50 cents on oh, a mustard. That I can't do it. Yeah, no, I mean, you'll go crazy when you look for all the little things. So the very first baby step is really to focus on what you're already eating a lot of, and then try to save the most you possibly can on those items first. And even if you did nothing else, you will immediately see a snowball start to form in which will kind of give you some wiggle room and then and breathing room, monetarily speaking, and then you can dig a little bit deeper. Yeah. Do you find, um, because, you know, I do this for my family, but I don't track other people like you do. Do you find that your students, once they just start focusing on like that big rock type of thing, that they start becoming more intentional just in general? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's so my course is eight weeks, but probably about week three. So really early on, like we're just still building a foundation and some of these concepts, they come back to me and they're like, oh my gosh, no idea. I'm going to, I'm going to do the same theory for this budget over here, like their household budget. And then um, we have them go through the kitchen with the food that they already have, because most families could go at least a week to two weeks with the food they already have. And they're Uh like, I had no idea we ate so much French fries, or I didn't know I bought so much peanut butter. And they're so much more intentional. Just, it's like, it's like you've taken the, it's like you've taken the curtain away, the overwhelm, you've eliminated the overwhelm. They could suddenly see clearer because they're only focusing on the one thing, our top 10 items, but then, but then everything becomes clear. And like you said, they're so so um, intentional with their efforts, with their money, with their thoughts and with what they do. Mm -hmm. I have to imagine too, because of course I'm a big mind, body, soul person. um, Optimal Amber has to be fueled optimally. (laughs) So once they start eating healthier and they start eating whole foods and they don't have high corn or high fructose corn syrup running through their veins, like I just have to imagine that that opens them up Mm-hmm. to be able to be present, be aware, think about of all the other areas where the same level of, of intention and impact could um, create other rippling effects in their lives. So, I mean, yeah. Tiffany, I just think about like what you do and it, and it, you know, it's food, it's making food fast, but it's really so much more than that because mm-hmm. you're a, you are acting as like a, a root system that then like gives us the whole flourishing tree an opportunity to, to truly grow. So Um, love that. So what about, um, so we know healthy doesn't have to necessarily be expensive. We've got kind of a big picture, uh, plan of attack on that. Um, we know the why behind doing it and we know that we need to eat healthy, Mm -hmm. but now you're asking me to make it quick too, because like you're a mom, I'm a mom. My son just graduated, (laughs) but hello, you've got soccer games, you've got youth group, you've got, you know, a trip, you've got this and and then you multiply that times multiple kids, or yeah. even if you're just a busy executive, like I've got a lot of male busy executives. They don't even necessarily have kids. They're just like on the go all the time. And you're like, yeah. don't drive through McDonald's or don't, you know, <laughs> don't bring the lean cuisine out. I want yes. you to actually cook food. So can you give us some big picture strategies on efficiencies? Sure. So my biggest tip for being efficient in the kitchen would be to, um, I like to call it a tool belt because in the kitchen as chefs, cause we're all home chefs, we need to have the right tools. You need a sharp knife, you need a cutting board, those, those types of things. But really I like to have in my tool belt, a couple hacks 
that save me personally time. So I'll give some examples just because everybody's different. Everyone eats differently. You mm-hmm. know, it's all healthy. Um, like you may not like cabbage or you may not like sausage or whatever. So I'll just throw out some examples here. Um, one of them being to lean towards things that are done for you that don't compromise nutrition. Um, for example, corn tortillas. So I have tried to make corn tortillas from scratch numerous times and it just doesn't like, I don't even, I can't even tell you why it just doesn't work for me. My brain, (laughs) the dough, it just does not work. Um, but you can buy corn tortillas with minimal ingredients, like literally masa, salt, lime juice. That's it for like a dollar something. I will say, I will spend a dollar something on 50 tortillas in order to not spend five hours. Yeah. crazy trying to get the dough to work. So like, that's a hack for me. For someone else, it might be buying, excuse me, it might be buying a pre-shredded coleslaw, or it could be buying uh, frozen fruit. It could be buying the cauliflower rice already done for you. So you're not, you don't have to spend um, an exorbitant amount of money to have some of these hacks, but just having these things already to go in your kitchen makes mealtime that much faster, you're less likely to choose the lean cuisine or to choose the frozen burritos, which you shouldn't have put in your cart in the first place. But, you know, but if they're there, we want to choose the easy option because at the end of the day, we're tired, we're exhausted. So you you really want to make sure you have those um, choices available in the kitchen for you so that you're not leaning towards the icky stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the whole like joke in the sales world, like it could be fast, it could be cheap or it could be easy, but it can't be all three. But what you're offering really is all three. Yeah. If you think about there's like, I'm a huge fan of Sun Basket. Um, I might get a meal or two a week, but it's not cheap. It is, you know, it's fast and it's easy because they do Mm -hmm. a lot of the work for you. Some of it you have to do. Um, in terms of prepping, but you actually get to cook the food. It's not pre-cooked, which I prefer because I want it to taste fresh, right. but it's, it's not economical. So what you're offering is basically to do what these meal services are doing, but do it yourself at the grocery store with the cheats of, you know, the pre-cut crushed nuts, or I love your, the, the coleslaw thing, because you could do so much with shredded mm-hmm. cabbage, so much oh, yeah. with it salads and toppings for tacos and all kinds of craziness. And it's done. Absolutely. Absolutely. And nowadays with, with healthy food being more, I hate to use the word fad, but I should say more mainstream. Mm -hmm. You go to most grocery stores and find zucchini spirals ready to go. Mm -hmm. Now costs a little bit more. So I mean, you gotta be willing, your time is money, but if you don't have a spiralizer or if you just don't like have that deal with it, (laughs) Right. Cause it takes some skill there. And sometimes that's frustrating to crank it out too. And time can, uh-huh. then you can buy those along with some, a couple homemade items and dinner really doesn't have to take that long. Yeah. Now I'm a pretty big advocate of meal prepping, but in my twenties, I was a personal trainer. So it's just kind of like seared into my brain and also <laughs> daughter of a chef. So, um, that's, that's what you do. Like, it's just how you did it. Yeah. Um, and so you know, I might make the majority of my son's lunches at the beginning and just make the sandwiches the night before. So that they're fresh or whatever. I might make um, like ground Turkey and then some of it is seasoned for spaghetti sauce. And then I might put it on zoodles or whatever. And mm-hmm. the other is more for like taco meat, or I might do like mm-hmm. a Asian um, type salad with cabbage or whatever. So 
how many of your students, because like when I say meal prep, people are like, I don't have time for that. I'm, I'm not home all Sunday. We've got ball games. I did, what meal prep? That's not, you know, is there a way that you can kind of like halfway meal prep, but like not commit your whole day to it? Like what, what are your oh, yeah. thoughts on that? Yeah, I don't meal prep either. I don't like by the time Sunday comes, I am wiped. I do <laughs> not want to spend any more time in the kitchen. So I like to use a strategy um, where if I'm already in the kitchen, I am doing something and I like to make a lot of whatever it is I am making. So especially the things that freeze well, that you eat frequently. So we eat, um, I don't want to say a lot, but we eat some wheat rice. What I would like to do is instead of making one batch of rice, I'll make a four X batch of rice and I'll do it in my instant pot. So I don't have to be in the kitchen. You're just hanging out. You're not doing yeah. anything. You're not stirring. Nope. 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 I put it in there. I set the timer and the cool thing with the instant pots, which appliance is a whole nother ball game, but the cook time doesn't change just the coming up to pressure and the time it takes to come down. So you can find any recipe you like online. And if you want to make more, just, just double it. You don't have to worry about the cook time. So things like rice and quinoa, um, sweet potatoes. If I'm going to roast sweet potatoes, it's going to be a big Same. sweet potatoes. Yeah. Very, very rarely. It's so funny because my, my husband will walk in the door and he'd be like, what are we feeding an army? And I'm like, well, yeah, you guys, you like, yeah. <laughs> you guys eat a lot of food, but I also try to pay myself forward. So at the yeah. beginning of the week, I will cook a lot like, like the sweet potatoes, right? It's a huge sheet pan, sometimes two sheet pans. And as the week goes on, those sweet potatoes get reinvented into bootables. They get reinvented into just another side dish. They can become mashed potatoes later. I just, I can't imagine myself ever being in the kitchen and just making enough for tonight. Like that just does not even. Yeah. Cause you're in there anyway. So while that's going, you can do this other thing, but that's exactly. like attention management too. So any strategies there, like, I mean, cause let's be real there. Yeah. Pe people are just, especially post COVID they're just me mind melted. Yeah. I have found, um, and just really putting one foot in front of the other can be challenging some days. So, um, we've, we've been through a lot in the past year yes. um, at the timing of this recording. So if somebody does have a difficult, like you have to have like a menu, right? You have to have some concept. Mm -hmm. So before we even get into the kitchen, we're like, you know, kind of doing two meals at the same time or trying to envision what all these potatoes are going to be for. How do you, how do you structure that before you go into the kitchen? So you set yourself up for success. Yeah. You need a meal plan. <laughs> <laughs> can, where can we get one, Tiffany? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> so, uh, so my course grocery budget boot camp, um, several, um, years, iterations of that course. And over time, as my kids have gotten older, I realized that it wasn't just so much of real food on a budget. It, time has become an increasing factor. Oh yeah. Kids, but like you said, busy executives, just people in general were super short on time. And so I created a membership called 30 minute dinners that takes what I've learned over the years, as well as some, you know, serious Googling and some strategies. And my dad's a chef as well. So he's thrown in there and come up with meal plans that let busy families get a healthy dinner on the table with 30 minutes or less of hands-on time. Now, if you're actually in the kitchen cooking, it's going to be about a 30 minute dinner, but I like to clarify because if it's a slow cooker, clearly it's going to take longer than 30 minutes, but I promise it's, you know, dump, leave, 
come back and stir. And <laughs> right. <laughs> Play 30 minutes and out. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I, I'm always really careful. I'm very protective of my audience. I only like to bring people on who can and add really great value, whether it's free or it's a paid opportunity. But when I, what I want to tell you who are listening or watching on YouTube or, or wherever you're hanging out with Alexa or whatever, I always say that. And then she talks to me and she's going to perk up this time. I'm like, Ooh, I said it out loud. Um, I just want you to know, like, this isn't, this isn't something that you're going to learn overnight. And so oh, it's no. going to be frustrating at times mm-hmm. and, and you're going to feel like, well, that totally sucked. And one thing I've always done with my family, when I, um, I make freaking food all the time, like COVID was so much fun for me because I'm like, well, this is all that's left at the grocery store. <laughs> and then this is what's in our pantry. Like, let's see what's happening in COVID kitchen tonight. Like <laughs> it's a big experiment. And so we always say like, okay, is, is this an A, B, C, or D? And so if it's a B, like, mm, I'm not making that again, but if it's an A, I'm like, okay, how am I going to figure out how to make that again? Because I kind of mm-hmm. was just winging it. So do that. And the more you cook, the more you're going to understand like flavor profiles. And mm-hmm. let me just not even say it that way. Like how certain foods go with other foods. And if you put mm-hmm. these ingredients together, that's going to taste like an Asian recipe. And if you put these ingredients together, it's going to taste like Mexican food. So no matter what you're using, if that's, if that's overwhelming to even think about, then you have a Tiffany who has yeah. programs that you can, I mean, that's another great part of COVID is you and I've been doing this for years online. Like Zoom yeah. to us is like no big deal, but the yeah. rest of the world is like, oh, we can't go to the cooking class. We have to learn online. So mm-hmm. let's leverage that and, and get online and, you know, go get free stuff. Check Tiffany out, see if you like her style or whatever, but then teach yourself because you know, was it Socrates? Let, let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food. Like we're talking, this isn't, this isn't like, oh, let's save some money and, you know, and, and eat healthy so we could be skinny. This is like, let's prevent diabetes. Let's prevent heart disease. Let's prevent cancer. Let's put some phytochemicals in our body so that we can combat the free radicals that are coming at us every single day from every single direction. And that's not to say if you eat perfectly, you're immune from all those things because genetically some people are are more prone than others, but give yourself a fighting chance. Yeah. And it even boils down to things like you can sleep better. You have more energy. You don't have that afternoon crash. You're not for that third, fourth, fifth cup of coffee at the end of the day. It's, it's so cyclical. Like really we, when we talked before, it was like junk in junk out. If you're going to eat junk food, junk is coming out of you. Like literally. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Your work productivity stinks. Your attitude stinks. You can't take care of those anxiety. It's awful. Yeah. I went to bed. So again, and I don't know when we're um, airing this, I'd have to look, but my, so this past Sunday, my son graduated from high school and I was, we, we got um, Mexican food from his favorite Mexican restaurant with enough cheese dip. Oh, you yeah. know, I call it like, you know, cheese plastic or whatever yeah. <laughs> last, like, forever. And, and I was like, okay, I'm just emotionally eating today. I'm just going to call it for what it is. And I'm going to, and that night I'm, I don't typically overeat and I don't typically eat processed food. And even at restaurants, a lot of times it's like, you know, like the cheese dip or whatever. Yeah. I don't eat a lot of grains. So that night I went to bed. I was like, I'm so miserable. Yeah. Why did I do this to myself? Like, how do people do yeah. this every day? It's because they don't know what's better. Yeah. If you, if you only eat junk food, you, you really don't know what it's like to feel good. 
And what's my husband and I have these talks all the time of, you know, I ate that and now I have a headache. And I think it was because of usually it's sugar for us. Sugar's a huge mm-hmm. sugar's a and, devil. Yeah. And we talk about how just the average pop average person, the population as a whole have all these day-to-day ailments and how so much could be resolved if they just ate better. Cause you just, mm-hmm. you feel better. Arthritis gout. I mean, truly yeah. even like type two diabetes can so well be, Oh yes. Yes. <laughs> I can eat the wrong. You get a headache. I can eat the wrong thing. I'm like, what is this? This like needs a yeah. zip code. What's happening over here. <laughs> yeah. So the, the places where we can find more, I know people can go to don't waste the crumbs.com. Right. I love that URL. Um, grocery budget bootcamp.com. That's your course, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. then if they go to, and we'll put all this in the show notes or in the yeah. YouTube description, um, crumbsuniversity.com forward slash meal dash planning dash made dash easy. And that's where people can find the 30 minute dinner membership. And can you, can you just like, what are the benefits of that? What would people get? Yeah, sure. So in our membership, every member, we have two tiers. We have what I like to call, they're all, everybody's a ninja. The idea (laughs) is for you to get in and get out before anybody even knew that you were in there cooking in the first place, especially if you have little ones underfoot, because, you know, fine until you got to do something and then they need you. Um, So everybody's a ninja and every ninja gets four five-day meal plans every month. So we're taking care of Monday through Friday or Tuesday through Saturday, however you want to, if that's even five days. Basically giving you two days a week to do a family favorite, eat your leftovers, go out to eat whatever you want. Um, We give you the shopping list. We give you meal prep. And the beauty of 30-minute dinners isn't just that the recipes have been tested to be done in 30 minutes or less, but we break every recipe down step by step so that you're efficient. So let's say you're making a stir fry with rice. Most people would go into the kitchen and make the stir fry and stop. And then they make the rice and then they stop and dinner's done in about an hour or so, but, but that's so not efficient. So really telling you step one, get your rice going. Step two, get your pan hot. Step three, add your oil. Step four. So we're literally taking the guesswork out of cooking for you. If you just follow the steps, when, like you said, it's a skill. So it may take you a little longer than 30 minutes. If you're brand new to the kitchen, just because I don't want you to cut yourself. So please take your time cutting. your. (laughs) But the more you do it, the faster you become. And then you actually start to learn your own hacks on, Oh, well, if I do it this way, I am faster. So with your kitchen and your tools and your way, Exactly. So every member gets that. And then we have our master ninjas, which they have their own private Facebook group. So we're swapping recipes in there. They're getting one-on-one help from myself. They also get what I like to call, um, well, their live demonstrations every month. They come to the kitchen with me and they cook with me. So we watch around being made and I'm a talker by trade. So it's not really you're not just watching me cook. <laughs> We're chatting and I'm sharing all these crazy tips that are popping into my brain. And I've heard members say over and over again, wow, that was so insightful. And wow, that was super helpful. And so that's so much fun. Plus we do um, video curated video collection. So say for example, one of the recipes calls for a mango. Very few people know how to actually cut a mango. 
is a challenge. (laughs) Yeah. And so we don't want to throw you into the deep end. So we curate special videos that walk you through how to do some of these kitchen tasks to make easier. So, I mean, sure, you can choose frozen mango if you want to. And if you're super pressed on time, I'm not going to knock you for it. But if you want to learn how to cut a mango properly and enjoy it fresh, we'll teach you how to do that. That's so awesome. Tiffany, I just feel like you just dropped so much knowledge. I hope you go back, <laughs> take notes, check her out at don'twastethecrumbs.com. You can find pretty much everything else from there. We'll have her social media handles, all that good stuff. She will definitely help you be able to plan better, shop smarter, save more money um, and do it quickly. So Tiffany, thank you so much for your time. I can't wait. We're, we're going to actually have her in uh, my membership, the Velvet Machete Leadership Society. She's going to go a little bit deeper with them um, as one of our guest experts. So we appreciate you so much. And uh, oh, thanks for having me. This has been a lot of fun. For sure. All right. Y'all be sure if you have somebody in your life that you love and you know needs this episode, share, 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 send it to that person, let them find out about Tiffany as well. And in the meantime, again, we always appreciate your rating and reviews, whether it's on iTunes or whatever your favorite um, listening option is or on YouTube. And I can't express how much it means to me. You've stuck with me all of these years and I'm looking forward to new things um, and a lot more time and attention towards all of this as I am going to be a new empty nester. So until next time. Thank you for tuning in. Mentioned resources can be found at amberhurdle.com. Be sure to leave a rating and review in your favorite podcast app and subscribe so you never miss an update. As always, thank you to The Coup for our intro and outro music. See you next time.